You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 93. Do you have a feeling of being overwhelmed in your small business? Maybe you've created a product or finally developed that perfect service only to find that there is so much to do in your day and you don't know what steps to take to get results. In today's show, Erin shares her secrets for organizing and untangling the daily tasks that keep us running in circles. Stay tuned until the end to take advantage of her free offer. Hi, Erin. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. When I first landed on your website, I felt a big sigh of relief. I thought, yes, someone is making sense of all the chaos that goes into small business ownership. Can you tell me how you found yourself in the field of untangling our small business operations? Sure. I spent a little over 10 years in the corporate world. The majority of those were in project management. So after deciding to leave corporate last year, I took the pieces that I liked about project management and have packaged them down specifically for creative businesses. And I did not start out thinking that I would be working with creative businesses, but over the first few months of figuring out how to market myself, which groups needed my skill set, uh, somebody suggested, well, what about handmade products? I feel like a lot of people start that as a hobby and then flush that into a business, but they don't really have the background of a corporate setting. And so that's how I stumbled upon helping creative specifically. Yeah, that person hit it right on the head. (laughs) (laughs) I find that it always is, it's a very similar story where there, somebody was just doing something for fun and then that developed into getting a couple of orders and then all of a sudden you decide, well, why don't I start a shop? That's maybe the easiest part, but the hardest part is always you have the shop and now what? There's so much that goes into it and it feels overwhelming more times than not. And you know, before when I started, there was not that much information out there. There wasn't a ton of websites and YouTube and everything. But even still, with all of that information out there, it's hard to weed through everything. You know, everybody has um, their own methods and tips. So having one person to go to that can help you untangle everything just sounds like a dream come true. Absolutely. Well, that's my that's my goal. I know from my experience, there can be online classes and courses in a lot of the things that I teach. But actually stopping the grind to do it is the mm-hmm. most difficult part for a lot of people. So when I sit down, I've, I've got it you know, spaced out so it seems doable. And then I complete a lot of the organization work for them. Okay. So that's just off your plate. <laughs> a lot of people become really great at buying courses. And then mm-hmm. like you're saying, the implementing becomes... Uh, I don't know if it's if it's hard or if it's just you don't have time for it because you have to learn a whole new skill in what you're doing. And really as creators, a lot of what we're doing is making art or selling products. And that's the fun part. We don't want to be bogged down with the other things. Right. Well, and I know as speaking from someone who wouldn't consider myself creative in the way that, that you are, a lot of times our, our brains just work differently. The people that I've worked with that are creatives, I mean, they are so amazing at what they do, but to tell them to stop everything and sit down and look at a spreadsheet for an mm-hmm. hour, it sounds horrible. Yes. Whereas, 
Whereas like, I love spreadsheets. I love organizing things. So to me, what you guys do is impressive. Oh, wow. That's funny. See, I'm the, I'm that way where I've never <laughs> wanted to open up a Excel document. Like to me, there's nothing worse to look at. <laughs> but my husband has always said, you need to track this stuff. You need to write things down. And it just feels like you, you're saying like it's torture. So I, I think the the services that you offer are just amazing. <laughs> As someone who, who felt fairly prepared to start a business, there's still a lot that you have to learn. The hard thing is always when it comes to you, you have the business, you have to keep track of everything, but then you also have to implement marketing because you can't just make something and then just, even if you list an item or if you tell a small group of people what you've done, I feel like it still needs to go beyond that. So structuring your day or your schedule in a way that allows you to do a little bit of everything just seems like it's hard to make sense of. How do you figure that out? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, some of it's trial and error. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of times when I'm working with clients, I ask them over uh, the first week to really identify times during the day or even a particular day during the week where they feel more creative than another day, right? If there's Mm -hmm. a time of the day in, in the morning, it often seems that is when you can remove all the distractions. And, and work on your craft. Those are the times of the day that I want to block for that. Okay. We'll do all the administrative work, other parts of the day. <laughs> With that in mind, can you explain what your services entail? Like, how does it look for a creative business owner if they come to you with all their paperwork and chaos that's that, that's <laughs> overwhelming them. How do you structure their schedule out? Sure. So I run my main, what I call the renovation service in three main phases and then a transition phase. So part one, we would really sit down and all I'm asking people to do is bring their vision for their company and their year to two year goals. And we start at that place and really talk about where they want to be and what their struggles are. And then I'll take that. And during phase two, we really break that down into what steps do we need to take to reach those goals? What actions are happening on an ongoing basis, whether it's financial administration, what's sucking up your time when you're not actually making anything. Mm -hmm. And we do a full system audit of what they've tried to use system-wise and make sure that all the work that you're doing on the computer outside of your craft is aligned with your goal. Part of that is also talking about time management. Multitasking is a common theme I see. That's a big productivity suck. So after a deep back-to-back deep dive sessions, I take all of that information and I set up an online system for my clients. If they don't have one, I recommend ClickUp. Trello and Asana are also popular. So I go ahead and set all of that up and schedule out there for six weeks of work. And then we have in phase three, where I turn that over, we go through a training, we talk about the next actions, and then we'll follow up again to do a lessons learned and readjust. That's at a high level. (laughs) That whole process takes uh, a little over a month. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that doesn't sound like too long of a time. That's great. And what does that look like for the small business owner that's coming to you? What information do you need for them to bring to the table? Yeah, really all they need to bring is their vision and their goals for their company, any systems that they're currently using, and their struggle points. And then we work through it all together from there. And do you partner with anyone in terms of if somebody, say, is struggling with the social media aspect of their business, is that something that you have recommendations for? Or are you still having them hire somebody or maybe they schedule all of their posts? How does that part of it look? So I'm building out 
kind of a list of people that I trust to recommend. At this point, I don't have someone specific for marketing. I'll give my advice and lessons learned based off what I've learned and seen to any one of my clients. Mm-hmm. It really, it just depends on where they are. If they're financially prepared to hire out something like that. If not, okay. um, I'll work through different areas where they can streamline those processes. Going back to something you had mentioned earlier is I... I think before it was such a hot topic to be a multitasker. And then I started hearing and seeing and reading more and more about the importance of batch working and blocking out times to do one task. And it makes more sense to me to approach a big busy day or season that way because so much switching between one thing to something else just seems like you lose momentum, you lose your flow. So I, I wonder how much that shift in perspective really affects a business owner. Oh yes, it's huge. It, it, it is very, I can tell you from personal experience in the corporate world where I sat and was asked to quote multitask, how ineffective that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so really the tip that you know I tell people is to work in 60 to 90 minute cycles during the day. It's been studied that you need to take a break about that 90 minute mark. Okay. So that's a great... Uh, time track to say for the next 90 minutes, I'm going to focus on this one thing. And I've seen some people block their entire day out down to 15 minute increments. And I don't know it needs to be that insane. I think you need to have specific things that you've scheduled that you want to get done that day. So during those 90 minute chunks is where you focus. I imagine this also translates perfectly into other areas of your life, not just small business. It feels overwhelming to have a small business and then dinner to cook, kids to pick up. There's so much to do in one day that having that maybe that mindset of I'm going to take things in increments, I I believe would probably help all aspects of your life. Oh, absolutely. Personally, in my own ClickUp task organization, I have a section for my business and then a section for my personal life. And I go ahead and schedule it the same way. So I keep things in line and nothing surprised. Yes. I feel like we compare like what life is supposed to look like to that ideal image of June Cleaver. And of course, she wasn't using ClickUp or anything, but but there's so much more that we're having to do in our daily life as it Mm -hmm. is without a business included that throw a small business into it. And I can see why people become inundated with just too much information and too many um, demands on your time. Absolutely. And time management is a huge piece of that. I think one of the biggest eye-openers for my clients has been how much time it actually takes to do certain things. Yes. Once you stop and start tracking each task, you realize, oh, well, I thought email was like 10 minutes, but really it's 30 minutes. A day. Right. You know, it adds up as you compile. And like you said, even picking up kids, you got to factor in that walk from your desk to get your keys, to get in the car, to drive, to come back, to unload. Mm -hmm. So all of that adds up in personal and business. And it can really affect your overall day if you come in with a mindset that you have 100% of that time available without factoring in those little transitions. And that can be very deflating at the end of the week when you haven't accomplished everything just because you're not scheduling it with time in mind. You really do tell on yourself when you start tracking, right? It's almost like when you track the food that you eat, all of a sudden you realize, oh, wow, I snacked like 20 times today. Yes. (laughs) When you start tracking your time, you're going to find that 
your supposed five minutes on social media was really more like 45 or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's a tough one for me personally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, and the hard thing too that I always find is you are being told to go out and put your stuff on social media. And then before you know it, you're consuming information as opposed to posting. So Mm -hmm. it's so easy to get distracted. I always say that's probably the one thing that when you can get off your plate, it'll probably be a big time saver. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I still do it myself. I'm using Mm -hmm. later to plan. I have time blocks during the week to write content for posts and then to actually build out the imagery. If I want to use Canva, a third time block to actually schedule the post for the following week. That helps not even get on social media while I'm doing that. You need to be really protective of your time. Mm-hmm. Well, what is a, a general price range for your services? It is a four-figure investment. We're sitting just under 3000 for the full renovation. There's so many times that I feel like we invest in things, like I was saying, a course, mm-hmm. and you're left to implement and do everything on your own. And a lot of these courses, they really, all they're doing is giving you information, which is great. But to invest in somebody that can actually set your business up to run like a machine, I think would be a dream come true for a lot of business owners. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and I'll tell you, I, I set up a free five-day video course this past fall, and it's, it's amazing how many people will fall off after three days of following. And mm. I've heard that from other business owners as well, is that it's, it's hard for people to commit to five days in a row to show up. And especially yeah. when you're talking about just watching somebody on video. So there's this huge advantage of having someone in person doing a lot of the work for you and making it very specific to you and your business. Right. So I think the idea is that when you watch a course, it almost seems to add more to your to-do list or Mm -hmm. it points out everything that you're maybe doing incorrectly. Whereas a service like yours, I feel like it actually says, okay, these are the areas that we're going to improve and this is how we're going to do it. So it's almost like you're helping with the to-do list as opposed to adding to it. Yes, absolutely. So does this start out as a time frame contract? I, I work on project. Okay. So if I wanted to hire, you would look at the entire business model, but what if someone was just struggling with a specific area of their business or do you feel like it's like it's so interconnected that you just take on the entire business model? It's typically so interconnected and usually people don't have a system at all where they're managing their work. It wouldn't be difficult for me to set up for a specific area, but long-term it's going to be very difficult for them to manage only one specific area of their business in a system with the techniques that I use. So, you know, part of this is talking uh, through agile style management, which is agile started off in the software development world. And I'm kind of taking that experience from corporate and applying it to small business on how you look at scheduling work and how you look at managing your time. So it's iterative and you are constantly improving upon the process. So looking at it from a full business model is really going to help every area of your business. Mm -hmm. Now, during this process, if you have specific launches or things that you do on an ongoing basis that you are struggling with, that's part of this. So if there's an area we can create a template that you Mm -hmm. can use over and over again, we'll do that. As you may already know, I'm a huge fan of selling on Etsy. I've had over 10 years of selling my jewelry and digital cards there, 
And to be honest, it is by far the easiest platform to navigate. It takes no time at all to list an item with a smartphone. And really, that's how I get most of my products in my shop. To make it easier for you to get started, I'm sharing a link in the show notes for you to open your shop with 40 free listings. That should motivate you to finally take that first step and get your shop online. If you're looking to finally open your store with absolutely nothing to lose, now is the time to try Etsy. Now back to the show. The procedures part, I think, is one that is so hard for business owners to actually be aware of. So if I'm you know, creating a podcast, I have to remember, wait, what steps do I do this in? Mm-hmm. But it takes a while to develop all of those things. And it might be easier for somebody that's not so involved in the business to see where the pitfalls are at. So that's that just seems like that would be a much better scenario to have somebody looking at it and saying, you know, you need a more consistent schedule in this area or procedures that are laid out. Those operational procedures, I think, are always missing. Right. Yeah. It's And, and during this, when somebody says, oh, well, I, every week I record a podcast, I'll ask those questions of, well, what does that mean? How do you do that? Talk me through that process out loud so I can document it as we go. That's a big area is standard operating procedures. And and when you hear the word standard operating procedure, SOP, it's very, it sounds very cold and corporate. Yes. <laughs> really, it's just ensuring that you're giving your customers the best every time because you're documenting your perfect steps and you're following those steps. So no matter whether it's you or your spouse or a future employee going through those steps, it's going to be the same every time. So you're going to have the same quality and the same standards that you're producing for your customers. Yeah. I feel like it provides a more consistent product also. So you're not, yeah, you're not forgetting, oh, I forgot to post this part of of show notes or Mm -hmm. graphics or whatever. I see the value in that for sure. What advice would you have for a small business owner that is not quite ready yet for, say, for the full-blown services, but is slowly drowning in overwhelm? Yeah. So I have a lot of free resources on my website, but the big one is start thinking about whether the work that you're doing or the work that's causing you overwhelm is really necessary for your business right now. Mm-hmm. While it might feel necessary, is it moving you like dramatically closer to your goals or making you money? And if not, you can phase it down or phase it out. So with your free five-day video series, does that lead you to actionable steps? And what is the big takeaway and, and why would a small business owner want to watch this? Sure. Yes. Uh, it ends with homework. So at the end, <laughs> which goes back to your point that videos do end up making your to-do list longer, but it is actionable steps after each day of things okay. that you can do with your business to help streamline it. I can give some tools mm-hmm. that might be helpful. I have a blog post on tools creative businesses might want to use. So there's a big list there, but the ones that pop up in my head are checking out one of the task management tools, either click up. Asana or Trello. And often if you're doing it yourself, I found people say that Trello is a really good starting point and it's okay. not as like overwhelming of a system if you're not familiar with finding a social media scheduling tool later is a, a great one. And then Loom is a video recording device. So when you talk about writing down your processes, so you can actually have it record your screen. So as you're going through a process that you want to standardize, you can just record yourself and that'll make it easier later to go back and just 
fast forward and document the steps as you go. Zapier okay. to automate between tools. And this can cut out a lot of manual labor. And so they have so many um, integrations. But for example, I have a Zap set up. So anytime I have a calendar invite added to my business calendar, it automatically schedules a task for me in ClickUp. Those are the things that I don't think people would recognize the importance of um, until you could show them, well, this is going to cut out X number of minutes a day if you just implement. Are these all paid services or do they have a free version? They're all, they all have a free version. That's great to know. Well, do you mind explaining also how you found yourself in this business? How did you decide to leave your corporate position? So I think the big push uh, was that my company was acquired about a year and a half before I ended up quitting. And, and during that process, you know, being concerned on whether I would have a job or how the corporate structure was going to flush out for me. It really made me stop um, and step back from just the the day-to-day grind of work to consider if this was even something that I wanted to stay in and if I wanted to stay with this company. And, And when they didn't really show appreciation for my work and value, that was a big eye opener. I think that made me realize that, yep, I think this is the right time in my life that I want to go ahead and make the leap. My husband and I have always talked about starting a business and we hadn't really identified how or what we were going to do. And so in the course of me leaving corporate, we actually started two businesses. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So we have, we started an Airbnb. Okay. We're, We're in Charleston, South Carolina. So So we thought that that would be a consistent source of income without us realizing what 2020 had in store for us. But (laughs) we we started an Airbnb and then uh, about six months after we started that, I quit my corporate job to start Ambitious Solutions. Sometimes we don't recognize or we we decide to stick through some of those. Like you were saying, you weren't feeling appreciated or, or maybe you didn't feel like that was truly your calling. Sometimes people stick that out for the security of having a job, but you know, it, it's way, I don't know if the word is better, but it just seems like it's a much better move to be somewhere where you're actually sharing your gift and talent with the world and you're being appreciated. Oh, absolutely. I can, I can tell you, I just told my husband the other day, I can count on my hand how many bad days I've had in the last year since I quit the job. Whereas it felt like every week I would have two to three bad days when I was in the corporate world. So So even mental health, I mean, it's been a huge transition. So if anyone's debating, I would, I would say, look at, look at your finances and figure out how to make it work um, and take the leap. Right. Yeah, for sure. Even planning ahead, maybe if it's not next week, but planning ahead to the day where you can make that transition, That which is why I always say I would try to maybe start something before you quit. It'll be hard juggling the two in the beginning, but you, you can have that security before you make that final commitment to finally leave something that's secure. Oh, yes. I did not do that. I mean, mm-hmm. for Ambition <laughs> Solutions. And I will say it's, I don't think I realized the startup process, mm-hmm. the startup time. It took many months of me just doing back-end paperwork before I was even ready to take on a client. Right. Well, do you mind sharing a success story from a past client? Maybe some way that someone has been able to implement the tips and and things that you're suggesting to ease their workload or to make sense of their confusion? Sure, absolutely. So just last week, there's this moment typically where something clicks for a client. And, and in this person's case, she realized 
that the majority of the time she had to work during the week was taking up taken up by recurring tasks. So she only had one to two hours every week that she was working on progressing her business rather than just repeating a process over and over and over again. So that was extremely eye-opening and, and made her realize why her frustration in not getting anywhere was happening when you only have like an hour or two to work on your business. It's been great to see her begin to evaluate the tasks that she does on an ongoing basis and see how we can delegate or automate those or even delete them and, mm-hmm. and streamline her time a little bit more effectively so she can progress towards her goals. Yes. Having somebody that can look at the tasks that you're doing and pointing out that these things are not moving the needle, but you do them every single day. Sometimes that is so invaluable. And I find that you hear people say, well, you need to post X number of times a day, or mm-hmm. you need to do a blog post that's X number of words long. So it It starts to become you're following all of these rules, but you're never checking the metrics to see if it's even making an impact. And I don't feel anymore like back in the day, it felt like everyone was like, you have to be on this platform and that one and all of them for that matter. Now I'm finding there's less stress in being on only one or two platforms and just calling it a day. So to have somebody like you that can actually help point out those weak points, uh, I think is just incredible for a small business owner. Thank you. So how can we connect with you? Sure. I'm primarily active on Instagram and that's ambitious solutions on all one word. My website is ambitious-solutions.com. Is there anything else that you would want to add that I haven't asked? Again, if you're just starting out or aren't quite ready to hire me or someone like me, I would definitely check out the blog post. It'll be January of 2021 is when it was published, but it's uh, Systems for Small Businesses. And I just have a big list of options for every area of your business. And most of them are free. That is so helpful, especially when you're just starting out or when you're already overwhelmed. (laughs) Right, right. It might feel like too much to start buying all sorts of services. Thank you, Erin. This was amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, there you have it, my friend, another talented CEO sharing her gifts with the world. I love Erin's calm approach to sorting out the chaos and that she's offering so many amazing resources for free. Visit the show notes to connect with Erin and to read her post on systems for small businesses. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 